everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? We are definitely back. I am so excited, you guys. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast I put live and that was when I was intending to officially come back But so much has gone on (laughs) in my life the past, I keep saying six months, but we're starting this in June. So it's really been actually probably about seven months or so. Um, But really, long story short, towards the end of last year, let's see, that was, what year are we in? Hello, COVID brain. Um, We're in 2021. And I'd say the last quarter of 2020, I decided to take a break. I was getting married to the love of my life. Best decision ever. Um, We are doing wonderfully. I'm sure you guys have seen me just ooze and drip happiness on social media. But um, yeah, I decided that I was going to give myself the gift of a break. And that means a break from really a relentless schedule. Um, Many of you have been following and listening and tuning into me for years and years and years. And one of the things that I want to impart to you that I've learned is sometimes, well, many times, less is better. And I have always been this person who, you know, if I do a podcast and I'm going to do one podcast a week, well, if one's good, two is better, three is great, four is, you know, like more is more. That's what I've been doing in my fitness journey. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about today is bringing you up to speed on this whole reverse diet situation I've been doing for 10 months. And now this next phase, as I'm, you know, moving into what I call my comeback year, um, and I'm doing the keto diet, something I swore I would never do. You're going to hear me talk about that today, why I'm doing it, why I now am no longer skeptical of it why I'm going to be doing a lot more research about it and so on and so forth. But yeah, I'm really looking back at this break that I took. And and when I started it, you guys, I intended to take a break really just for October, November, and December. What ended up happening is life. Um, 
many of you might have noticed this, or maybe you weren't tuned in because I'm sure there are some of you that don't tune into every second of my life on social. But uh, when Steve and I went on our honeymoon, we we weren't comfortable flying anywhere in December. Uh, we didn't want. We decided not to go home to either one of our families for Thanksgiving or Christmas again because of the uptick in the virus, all of that stuff, yada yada yada. And so we said, well, let's go somewhere, somewhere that we can drive. And we thought that it would be okay to take a road trip to Phoenix. Um, So to drive from San Antonio to Phoenix, we knew it was going to be two days. I've always been a road trip queen. Um, Let's just say we've decided (laughs) we're not going to be doing road trips again. It's just, it's that, that kind of a road trip is too long. I'm, I'm too old for that kind of stuff. I'm okay. Like when we drive up to Dallas to visit, um, Steve's son and daughter and brand new grandbaby who is the cutest thing on the planet. That's a whole other story. But um, yeah, we drove to Phoenix. And when we got to Phoenix, we were at this, gosh, I have to give props to the Hermosa Inn. Um, Two two resorts that we stayed at that I'm going to give major props to and recommend if you're out that way. Hermosa Inn in Phoenix slash Scottsdale area. And then we went up to Sedona and we stayed at uh, Enchantment Resort, which was amazing. But here's the deal. We got to Phoenix. We were there probably about 15 minutes. Steve was like, and and we ordered room service because we had a reservation for dinner and um, Steve didn't feel well. And I could tell that he felt really bad. Like we were, we were really excited to go um, to this restaurant at, at the Hermosa Inn. And anyway, we ended up canceling the reservation and we just ordered room service. And even after we ordered room service, Steve just felt really crappy. And um, so we're in the hotel room and he just proceeded to get worse and worse and worse. Long story long, I ended up having to call 911. The emergency medical crew showed up. Um, they whisked him away to the emergency room. Um, I'm sure you guys know with everything that was going on at that time, uh, you know, with the virus, you you can't just go hang out in the waiting room of the hospital. You can't go see anybody who is your loved one in the hospital. You're screwed. You just have to stay outside and wonder what's going on. It's, it, it's really horrible. Um, but anyway, he ended up having a diverticulitis. I, I don't know if it's called a diverticulitis episode or diverticulitis like he had diverticulitis or whatever. Um, but he ended up being taken really good care of. Um, and the doctors had said to him what could have caused this was he had been experiencing pain in his shoulder from uh, lifting. And so he was taking a lot of Advil, like around the clock. And they're like, this, this is what can be really horrible for your stomach. And so... After that, I mean, y'all, I don't want to, I don't want to go into too much detail um, because I'm talking about my husband, but I just can't even describe to you what it was like to, I I had at one moment before he was taken to the hospital, I had run out to a, like Walgreens to, to get him some um, liquids. He was, he was worried that he was dehydrated. And when I came back, he had fainted two times and fallen on the floor. I can't believe he didn't bash his head in, but he had lost so much blood. Um, I've, it was like a crime scene. Um, it was absolutely horrifying. One of the worst experiences of my whole life. 
And after that situation, so he was in the hospital from Christmas Eve to the day after Christmas. I spent all that time alone at the hotel. Um, Then I picked him up and we really spent the rest of that holiday, that honeymoon, taking it very easy. He was incredibly weak, obviously. They didn't give him a blood transfusion or anything. So he was very, very... um, weak and lethargic and obviously was told by the doctors to take it easy. So all of my intentions of, Hey, you know, we're just going to come back and start up in January. That's what, what was going on, um, when we came back and then just in the months after that, the next, the next month, let's see. So we came back in January. We're obviously worried about taking care of him. Um, and then I'm trying to think about the dates. I think it was right around um, Feb- second week in February um, that Texas had the crazy winter storm. Well, we were in the process of house shopping, but we were still living in our apartment. Our apartment ended up having a water main burst and our entire apartment flooded. And many of you saw the videos of that. It was crazy, but because of that, we were living in a very dangerous apartment situation um, with flooding and potential mold. And so we had to see if we could, we'd already picked out our house. So we had to see if we could get in a month early. Um, They were kind enough to let us move in a month early, but then that meant that I had to find movers, get packed and move within a week. So we did that. Then we moved in here. Um, I was going back and forth between this place and the old apartment for a week. Steve and I go out to eat on that Friday night and we found out his mother was in the hospital on a ventilator and not expected to make it. And she passed away the next day. So obviously that was devastating. Um, even more so devastating because we hadn't been able to go see her or the family, you know, since before, um, the virus. So that made it even more painful. Um, then we were traveling to Houston for the funeral. Then we came back, um, in the midst of all of this, I was having an absolutely horrible, horrible time at this, um, job I was working. I had taken a job. Um, there were decisions I was making over the past year where I thought, you know, maybe it's time for me instead of running businesses, I'll go back and work for someone else. And let's just say that the two experiences working for someone else taught me that I am definitely not meant to work for someone else. Um, I have, uh, creative juices running through my body. I don't like the limitations of corporate America. I don't like this meeting culture. And frankly, I had probably one of the most toxic bosses I've ever had in my my entire life. Um, He clearly did not like anything about me. And it was a very, um, let's just say it, it's a toxic situation. Um, And so I was dealing with making the right decision there. Do I stay? Do I stick it out? And then I realized that was more of an obligation and I don't do things out of obligation anymore. Um, so Steve and I were making decisions together about, you know, my future and, and really what I felt called to do. And ultimately, um, this was probably about six, seven weeks ago now, I resigned best decision ever decided to get back to running my own business. Um, 
and relaunching my blog, relaunching this podcast, relaunching my YouTube channel and serving my audience, which is you and, and fulfilling my passion. And that is bringing you guys up to date. But all that said, it's amazing how time flies because I remember saying in October, like, wow, you know, I'm going to give myself a break, a short break. And that short break, you know, obviously the time around the holidays flew and then all that craziness happened with Steve getting sick on our honeymoon. And that was, that was a huge deal. And then we come back and it's like, boom, your apartment floods and then you move and then his mother dies. I mean, it was just like one thing after another. So I gave myself permission during all of that. And I hope you learn your lesson from me that I had to give myself permission instead of worrying and freaking out. Like, oh, I said I was going to, you know, I said I was going to get my blog done and my new website done before this. I said I was going to do it, you know, on June 1st. I said I was going to get the podcast. Oh my God, it's been th- four months, not three. You know, no one is going to die because I haven't put out a podcast, <laughs> you know? So I gave myself grace and permission to just chill out and and come back when the time was right. So here I am, I'm back. And we have, like I said, a few minutes ago, I've got, um, I'm pulling together a really good team, bringing back some of the people that used to work for me and with me. Very, very excited. And again, I encourage you to number one, Go check out the new kellyalexa.com. Make sure you are subscribed. I'm so very proud of the look of my new website. I hadn't redone it in years. Um, I'm finishing up a tremendous, outstanding, amazing course by Sunny Leonard Doozy called The Authority Accelerator for my YouTube channel. I started, I first purchased her YouTube for Bosses uh, course, which teaches you about YouTube. For those of you who maybe have just been listening to this podcast and haven't checked out my YouTube channel, YouTube's really where I got my start, frankly, back in 2008. Think about that, 2008. Uh, but in that day, things were much different on social. People didn't necessarily say, I'm going to monetize myself. So when I was putting up videos back in that day, there was no strategy. And I was never trying to build an email list, never trying to serve an audience. I just did it for fun and people enjoyed my videos, but I haven't done that consistently for years and years. I've always wanted to get back to it, but I signed up for Sunny's courses because I ended up stumbling on her on YouTube, learned so much from her. And then I realized like, you know what, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to get back to doing what I love, I mean, here back in the day in 2011, I founded Fitfluential and I ran a company that had a network of 10,000 influencers, fitness influencers. And, you know, I ran this business utilizing fitness bloggers and fitness influencers who were making their living, pursuing their passion and sharing their passion. And the whole time I was running Fitfluential, I always wanted to get back to my own blog because so many of those people inspired me. And that's it. I felt such a pull there. The artistic side of me, the creative side of me, the the side of me that is, you know, good on video, good on a podcast, um, a good communicator. I always felt a pull to get back to doing that, but I never had time because I was always running all of these businesses. So um, it's a really exciting time for me to have made the decision that this is what I'm going to focus on. And honestly, I've never been more excited about anything in my whole life. So number one, 
check out kellyalexa.com. Make sure you're subscribed there because for the first time in my whole life, I'm going to be doing all the things I've never done. I'm actually going to be sending out my email newsletter (laughs) to my subscribers who have never had a newsletter from me. Um, I will be publishing on YouTube twice a week. I'm going to publish the podcast twice a week. We're finalizing our schedule right now, but we're thinking we're going to publish podcasts on Mondays and Fridays. YouTube will be uh, Mondays and Wednesdays and blogs will be Tuesdays and Thursdays. That, that schedule might alter based on what my team and I decide, but um, that's what we're looking at right now. So make sure you're subscribed to kellyalexa.com. Make sure you're subscribed at my Kelly Alexa YouTube channel because I will be publishing stuff there. And everything I do, there will be stuff on YouTube that isn't on the podcast. There will be stuff on the podcast that isn't on YouTube. There's going to be stuff on my blog that's not on the podcast or YouTube. You get the idea. Um, so yeah, Uh, A lot of good stuff coming up on the podcast. Um, First and foremost, I'll just um, wrap up this first show with bringing you guys up to speed with me because it's funny. I put up a blog post on kellyalexa.com and you can check it out where I said, you know, hey, well, actually, that was the last podcast um, episode I did where I talked about being in a reverse diet for the past 10 months. But, you know, that was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Was, was saying to myself, okay, I'm not going to uh, work out and train the way I'm used to. I'm going to scale back my working out. I'm going to be eating more, you know, and I'm going to have to just accept that for 10 months, I'm just going to be in this body and, and not moving, um, meaning not making any progress. That was really a hard pill to swallow. But I'll tell you what, as the more that I have learned, the more I'm realizing, like, we're just, we're not, and I said this in the last podcast, we're not supposed to be dieting forever. We're not supposed to be pushing ourselves like a damn workhorse. We, and, and truthfully, this, what I'm about to say, I have learned it more in, in the reading I've been doing the past, I'd say four to five weeks. I'm, I'm really learning from a couple of books. Um, I'm, I've just finished reading activate. I think it's called activating the vagus nerve and also the body keeps score Two exceptional books. Um, in those two books and in a couple of other articles I've read, I'm starting to really understand. They always say it's so important for us to have rest days. It's so important for us to have sleep, but the more that you understand how the body works and how our breath works to activate, I think he talks about this mostly in the latter book, the um, activating the vagus nerve. When everybody tells you about rest and sleep and deep breaths, you know, we always hear it and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff we hear and we just think it's not that big of a deal. But the truth is, the more you study this and you understand how the breath activates, and I hope I'm saying this right, the parasympathetic um, nervous system, it's either the parasympathetic or the sympathetic. Forgive me, I'm going by memory. Um, that's why you realize rest and sleep is so important because that is when our body is repairing. That is when the magic happens. So the less rest that we have, the more stress and kind of upper diaphragm breathing that we have, rushed breathing, um, fight or flight situation going on in our mind, the worse. And that's pretty much been me (laughs) the past 10 years, frankly. So learning a lot about that. And again, the past 10 months, have been very good for me to let my body just have a breath, have a break. And ironically, 
just started weighing myself again on June 1st. And the first day I got on the scale was the exact same weight that I was um, when I weighed myself last on October 1st. So here I was in this reverse diet, not working out, eating more, and I was the same exact weight. It's kind of impactful if you think about it. Hey everybody, let's talk about blood work. You've heard me talk about the importance of getting comprehensive, hormonal, focused blood work done since the dawn of time. Our friends at Ulta Lab Tests, based out in the beautiful state of Arizona, where so many great companies are based, have the ability to service comprehensive blood work orders at 2,100 different locations across the country. I researched these guys, I've talked to the founder, I've talked to so many people at this organization, and they really genuinely care about health and wellness and helping men and women get better health for the long term. This is life-changing stuff, people. I want all of you that have not had comprehensive blood work done to head on over there now. ultalabtest.com forward slash the Kelly O Show. Order your blood work, get your health started in the right direction now. So I told you guys about the reverse diet and, and a lot of this stuff, I'm just really giving you a trailer on this first podcast back to give you an idea of what's coming up. But per what I said at the beginning of the show, when I was finally given permission, um, this was just the end of March, beginning of April, um, because, because really my doctor had said I could start earlier, but with everything I shared with you before, with us going to a funeral, all of this stuff, our life was in a lot of upheaval. And there were just things that I said, you know what, I, I can't focus on this and do it hardcore and, and be fully present. I need to just give myself time to, to travel and, and process this grief and support my husband. And so all of that fell into alignment with me really having the permission and the green light from my doctor to be able to start dieting and working out again in April. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind. I had, number one, weaned myself off of Natalol. Natalol is what my neurologist gave me for the prevention of migraines. I weaned myself off of that because my doctor, my current doctor, Dr. Ruthie Harper, who's based in Austin, who is brilliant. I've been with her for about six months. I, I basically hired her when I took a break, October of last year. She has made more progress with me in the past six, seven months than any doctor I've worked with previously for the past five, six years. Um, I think that's also partially because I'm being more collaborative and upfront and, and you know, this is what I need. These are my goals, but she's wicked smart. Um, and when she heard I was on Natalol, she's like, we've got to get you off of that. That causes weight gain. And the other thing too, is that was being on that drug, um, while it was, you never know what's the one thing, or maybe the few things that combine together are working to prevent migraines, but, um, being on that drug affected how I could work out because it was a blood pressure lowering drug. It would mean that if I pushed myself with intensity in my workouts, I would get dizzy that's not really good, right? So I had weaned myself off of it. I think I've been off of it for about five months or more. Now, the truth is, if you've been following me on social, you've seen just in the past five to six weeks, I've had two migraine episodes. Now, I want to say a sidebar here. 
we are, I am getting back to see my neurologist. Um, I may have to go back on a preventative drug. We may look into Botox for migraines at this point, but based on what I've read in the body keeps score, but also based on some observations from my husband, we've come to realize there may be a tie between me and my migraines. And how do I summarize this without getting into detail? Just some trauma in my life that has never been processed. Um, things that in my current life are triggering that and causing migraines. So I do have this, like, frankly, as I'm recording this right now, I feel like I have a partial migraine situation going on. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. And it's, it, but I won't allow myself to stress and worry about it. Um, because I know there might be a temporary solution, but I really feel like once I get back to, I'm, I'm in the process now of looking for a therapist who does a certain kind of, I think it's EMDR therapy, um, to help process, you know, past trauma throughout your life. Again, you've just got to read this book, The Body Keeps Score. You'll understand what I'm talking about. Long story short, if you have trauma, abuse, any kind of stuff in your life that you haven't dealt with and you're keeping it inside, it's, it's affecting you. It's affecting your emotions. It's affecting your actions. It's affecting um, your interactions with people. And there are health consequences. Um, a lot of what I learned in that book, The Body Keeps Score, is you know, people who have experienced trauma in their lives and haven't dealt with it, um, which a lot of people don't realize you can you, there are, it's not like you take a pill and, oh, you know, I don't have that anymore. You, you, there's treatments that you can do that help you process that. So those memories are not traumatizing to you anymore. And it's, it's something that can be very, very effective, but that's something that I'm looking into. And, um, I will not be going back on Natalol. My doctor feels very strongly about that because she said it definitely causes weight gain. So, we might find a temporary solution. I am in the process of finding a really good therapist and I will be doing shows on this, talking about, um, you know, how this kind of therapy can help, how we all need to be processing. I mean, I'm a fan of therapy anyway. I was seeing a therapist in Austin every week and it was so, so therapeutic for me, so good for me. Um, but we really had barely scratched the surface of some of the things I've experienced in my life that need to be processed. So that's that sidebar. So back to my doctor and what she gave me permission to do starting in April. So I had told her, I, I really want to diet. I really want to be able to lose weight. This has to be my year. I'm so tired of, you know, lingering in this place. And so she sends me my macros and my macros were like 60 to 70 grams of protein, 50 grams of carbs and the rest fat. And I'm like, wait, what? Is this a typo? Like the first thing I questioned was the protein because I'm so used to being told to have 30 grams of protein at a meal five times a day. That's what I'm used to, the bro diet, right? So I, I pushed back and I asked about that. And then I was asking about 50 grams of carbs or less. And then I started looking up. I'm like, is this keto? Now she didn't say like, I want you to go keto. She's just like, these are your macros. Well, long story long, a lot of back and forth between my doctor and myself. And, and again, I want to point out here, you guys, this is what a good relationship with a good functional medicine doctor should be. You should be collaborating, asking questions, pushing back when you're uncomfortable with something. 
understanding why you do something. That's one of my problems that I had that, that I take responsibility for with my past two doctors is they would prescribe stuff for me and I'd kind of go, oh, okay, you know, like I must not know better. Here, I'm like, wait, what? Like keto, what? And I was so skeptical of keto, even though I'd had some experts on the show, like Dr. Anna Kabeca, who's the, you know, the keto, she's all about keto for hormonal balance. Um, and I'm, I'm going to link up to all of these episodes. I've had some great people who are my dear friends who are, they're living the keto lifestyle and loving it. And yet I was, I was never considering it, but Dr. Harper sent me first. She told me to read the longevity diet by Walter Longo, um, which talks about why women with metabolic and hormonal damage don't need, um, as much protein, especially after the age of 40. Then she sent me a podcast that talked about extended fasting and how that's good for people with insulin resistance. And really a lot of what my doctor has said to me is, and I'm paraphrasing here, she's basically said like, your body has kind of been, it's almost like frozen in ice when it comes to fat loss. Like it's just not really not used to doing what it normally does with releasing fat cells. And that's why you've stayed at this same weight for so long. We have to like keep jumpstarting your body so that it gets used to releasing fat cells again. Again, you guys, I'm paraphrasing here, but she said these extended fasts are really good because when you do like a 48 hour or a 60 hour, or ideally even like a five day fast every other month, something like that, it, really resets your body. It resets your insulin, paraphrasing again here. So she sent me quite a lot of information. And then I was doing this other reading and there was one day I, oh, I think what it was really the thing that pushed me over the edge to start keto. And I will link up to her. There's this gal I follow. I don't know what her last name, but her name's Lisa. Um, I followed her on Instagram. She's more of a fashion influencer and she has a YouTube channel. I really don't know how I ended up discovering her. She's just beautiful. I think she's the same age as me, maybe 51. And um, I've, I've watched her without even really realizing it transform and lose a lot of weight over the past year. And then she was, you know, understandably her audience was asking about it and she was sharing and she did a ton of videos on this on her YouTube channel. She posted all these videos, long story long, again, and it's never long story short with me. In May of 2020, she was having, she has IBS, she had all these gut problems, and she decided to go carnivore. Now, I have no intention of going carnivore, but she's done all these videos about how this process of her going carnivore and then inevitably pretty much keto. She's almost more like keto carnivore. I, her, her stomach gets very upset when she has certain vegetables. So she has a lot of issues that your average person doesn't. But long story short is she was describing how she started this just to feel better and she felt better. And then she started effortlessly losing weight, but again, losing weight to the tune of like a pound, a pound and a half a week. And so over a period of about, I think from May to August, she lost 20 pounds. And then I, th I think she's maybe lost another 10 pounds. But in my opinion, um, I think she looks amazing. She's my age. As I started to move into a more keto approach, that was one of the first things I noticed was 
I felt better. My stomach felt better. I didn't have the bloating. I didn't have the constant feeling of my stomach gurgling. Um, Another sidebar, which will be another show I do coming up here very soon. One of the things, the other things my doctor had me do was take a pretty detailed um, microbiome test. And that came back with some results that essentially were putting me on a gut healing protocol. I have an organism growing in my gut that is not no bueno. And, you know, there's a reason that I've had gut issues and now we know what it is. So I too have some gut healing to do. I don't have IBS. I don't have Crohn's. I don't have celiac, but my doctor wants me staying off gluten. I have a high level of inflammation um, that came up in my blood work. Um, This stuff came back in my gut microbiome test. So I started kind of casually moving into keto. Um, And then we went on vacation. I still did keto, but I was not really counting all of my macros and whatever. And I just decided like, hey, when we get back June 1st, I'm, I'm going, I'm going hardcore. I want to, I told my husband, I said, I need to like not have alcohol for 30 to 60 days. Like I need to really, because back to what I said earlier, I now know I'm not supposed to be dieting forever. So I want to do this. I want to diet. I want to diet right. And, and really give this keto thing and, and keeping gluten out of my life and, and do this gut protocol and just go all in. And I'm going to tell you guys, I have purchased about just right now I'm looking at it. I've got like six books on the science behind keto. I have, I've just been blown away at how much I've been exposed to keto and exogenous ketones and all this stuff for the past three or four years. And I just always had this bad vibe about it. I was skeptical. I thought it was hogwash. I thought it was like the Atkins diet. The more I have read, and I was saying this on an Instagram live today, and I want to say it very clearly here. I am not trying to convince the world to go keto just because I am. I'm going keto not because, frankly, I want to. In a perfect world, let's be real. Let me keep it very real for you. If I didn't have to go keto and I thought that I could just diet like a normal person and just, you know, do what I've done in the past, which is, you know, not cut out gluten, not worry about carbs like this, blah, 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 I would absolutely do that. I would not be going keto. I would love to be able to say, hey, on Fridays when we go out to eat, I'm going to have, you know, bread at the restaurant. I, I'd love to do that. And maybe down the road, I might be able to be that way. For right now, this is something that is known to be beneficial and work for women with metabolic damage and or hormonal issues. So that's where I'm coming from. Number one, I always lead by example. I say, here's my goals. Here's my age. I want to inspire people to get fit and healthy, and I show you what I'm doing that's working for me. Sometimes I learn a lesson, I find something doesn't work for me, and I share that with you guys. But I I do want to be clear. I'm not trying to say, you guys should all go keto, but I'm going to educate you because here's the deal. If I would have known what I know now about hormones and extended fasting and the impact that it can have on women with my issues at my age... I would have done this two or three years ago, and I would have done it wholeheartedly. And that's a a big part of my passion is helping you guys save time, you know, save time with um, and not have to take four or five years to learn the lessons that I have. Um, That's just what you do when you care about other people, right? So 
I, I want to say, number one, I'm not here to convince that the whole world needs to be going keto. I'm here to educate you and, and help you learn what I'm learning. And then if it is right for you, in other words, if you're a woman whose age, I'm going to say 35 plus, if you're experiencing what you suspect is hormonal imbalance or what you know is hormonal imbalance, if you've been plateaued with weight loss, or maybe you feel like you're doing all the same things and you're gaining weight versus losing weight, then this is something you should be listening to, investigating and doing research on. And then you make the decision because the more I'm learning, the more I'm realizing like this is the answer for people who have a lot of gut issues, who have a lot of hormone issues. It, it, it's not easy, but it's doable. And it, there's never a better time, um, to be, if you have to go keto, like if this is something that's good for you, there's just so many more food choices. And people, let me just be clear, going keto doesn't mean you sit and eat hot dogs and cheeseburgers every day. If you're smart and you're wise, you're going to find a way to eat a lot of greens and salads and get your fiber in. So there's a healthy, smart, savvy way to do it. And that's what I'm going to be doing. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you. So you guys will hear me sharing a lot of details, having a lot of amazing authors and guests on the show to share what, I, what I'm learning and what I want to learn more about with regards to keto, with regards to um, exogenous ketones, how they can help, um, with regards to fasting. More specifically, you guys know I've done intermittent fasting off and on since, gosh, 2007. But now I'm into more prolonged fasting, 48-hour fasts, you know, um, doing a 24-hour fast once a week, maybe a 48 to 60-hour fast, um, and, and then once a month, and then like a five-day fast. I'm trying to figure this out with my doctor. What's a good cadence? But long story short, these longer fasts are really beneficial for one's health. It's, it's certainly going to help with weight loss, but um, really beneficial. So this is what's coming up. But also please know, and I said this on my Instagram live today, um, I'm not going to only talk about keto. I'm always going to talk about everything I'm learning um, so that we can be hot and healthy and happy as we age. Um, you guys have been with me for a long time, but I'm 52 right now and I feel better. I look better. I'm more excited about the future than I was when I was 30. That's freaking awesome. That's what aging should be. So that said, I do want to close with saying this because this is also something so many of you who tune into this podcast should know about. If you head on over to kellyalexa.com, you'll be able to see up at the top, pull down one of the, um, title bars. And I now have my ebook called Hormonal Happiness available for pre-sale. So it's going to be $24.95 when it's done. It'll be available in July of this year, 2021. I am putting together everything I have learned over the past five years about hormones, about adrenal fatigue, about hypothyroidism, about cortisol, about keto, you know, everything I'm learning now, about fasting, um, about overtraining, about supplementation, everything that I've learned, links to all the books, the podcasts, the articles, every single thing that took me years and years and years of learning um, and, and testing out and tweaking. And now you're going to be able to have this at your disposal in ebook format so that every time I put an update in there, you know, whoever's already purchased the book will get the updates. Um, you can hyperlink to, you know, anything that you want to buy right from the book. I think that's the best way to do it. But 
it is available for pre-order right now at just $9.95. It will be $24.95 when I have it fully available, and then it probably will be available to be ordered um, in a hard copy on Amazon down the road. So that said, I hope you guys go check it out, place your pre-order, buy it for everybody for Christmas this year. <laughs> and tell all of your friends. Guys, it's so good to be back. Thanks for waiting for me. Um, again, make sure you're subscribed at kellyalexa.com. Make sure you're subscribed over at my YouTube channel. Follow me over on Instagram at The Kelly O Show. And I will see you guys on a regular basis coming up soon.